Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the SC1 slash 2 podcast for 2021. Cue music. Can I say you have been on placement for a month now? When you say four weeks, it somehow seems different to when you say a month. I hope you're all working hard and have managed to avoid the multitude of germs which naturally frequent a school. I used to have some basic tips and tricks for surviving germs in school. I'm not talking about COVID at this point. You should follow the government guidelines for that. I always used to take vitamin C and zinc, both which I thought offered some support to my immune system. I used to wash my hands regularly, even before the COVID situation, and I would have hand sanitizer available all the time. Also a box of tissues. That would be on my desk, a very cheap box, but it would be invaluable for a range of situations. Also, in to ensure that you're both healthy and your mental well-being is seen to, I would suggest that you eat your lunch away from the classroom, even if it's just for 15 minutes, and make sure you drink plenty. Of water, I mean, and not too much caffeine. Finally, and I do think this is important, be aware of your mindset Changing words you use can be so important to staying positive. John Gordon talks about not using the phrase, today I have to, replacing it with the phrase, today I get to, which is so much more positive. And if you are a to-do list generator, stay tuned to the last segment of the podcast when I will be sharing with you some useful tips. Anyway, Enough waffle, let's quickly run over what you will be getting up to in week five. So if you are in key stage one slash two, all your medium term and other plans should have been agreed by your mentor by Friday the 7th of May. If not, then please ensure that your link tutor is informed. EYFS, remember to still work on those continuous provision areas in order to get those up and running and try to take more responsibility for developing and practicing the work away from your group sessions into the um, provision areas. Okay, this is now for generally everybody. You've got to undertake appraisal three, which is really, really important. And please make sure that you've started to engage with the assessment of children. Decide how you're going to track them and how you're going to actually support them. And remember to adapt your planning by scribbling over it um, so people can see it is a working document. Don't forget to keep your weekly reflections up to date. And please remember to add your evaluations and your reflections to your lesson plan. I would suggest you do this straight after your lessons where possible. 
and then start to discuss targets and strategies to address areas that you are developing further or you have identified that you wish to progress with. Also, don't forget to complete the reflections for the part one of the weekly progression pro forma in preparation for your weekly meeting with your mentor. Lots to do, higher teaching percentages as well, but you can do it. Okay, before we move on to the teaching activity, I would just like to say that you should now be into your routine with your reflections and paperwork. This is what is going to support you through the rest of your placement. If you are not keeping on top of everything, then you need to change what you are doing. Think about a different way to approach things. I know you will probably be saying that when you are qualified and teaching full time, you will not have all these tasks to do. But believe me, they will be replaced with other tasks. OK, next up, this week's highly adaptable teaching activity. OK, so just so you are aware, I've started to add these teaching activities to my YouTube channel and Instagram. You can find both of them at Wilson Waffling. I've recorded them as small sections so they fit into YouTube's shorts or into Instagram reels. So if you want to catch up with the others, then head over to my social media and don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. OK, so this episode's teaching activity is called what is important to you? Now, this can be done during a circle time activity or within a literacy lesson or even at a homework activity. The purpose of the activity is for children to start engaging with the important things in their lives and what life would be like without them. You set the scene by stating that the children are going to be stranded on a desert island in the middle of the ocean. Luckily for them, they are allowed five items which they would consider important to have with them. The children don't need to or they don't have to write these. They can draw them or even take photographs of them. As well as the items, they do have to provide one sentence or a few words why they have made that decision. I usually say that they have plenty of food and water so those are not taken up on the list. If you want to take this activity a step further, then you can create a triangle and get the children to fill up the layers, a bit like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, although I don't mention this to the children. With the most important things along the base, moving to the least important at the tip. With older children, I've used this idea as a balloon discussion. This is when a group of them are in a hot air balloon and they have to argue the case to stay in the balloon for their item that was given to them on a piece of card. I avoid the very important ones like food and drink. But what? But would you want to keep wealth or health? And remember that wealth might be able to provide you good health care, etc, etc. You get the idea. It can lead to some very, very interesting discussions. Hopefully, this gives you a starting point and your own creative brains can think of how to develop this with your class. 
As always, let me know how it goes if you use this activity and remember to check out my YouTube and Instagram social media. You can find me everywhere. Just look for Wilson Waffling. I know, it's a great name. Next up, question time. Okay, so today's question is, what happens if the school does not use medium-term plans? Do I have to create one? Okay, so the simplest answer to this is work with your school. So if your school doesn't create medium-term plans and there's no need for you to go away and subsequently create one, it's essential that you work in the same way as the school actually works. And so you're mirroring their planning and their preparation. So have a look at what they're doing see what the weekly or monthly cycle is, look at the topics, but perhaps more importantly, the skills that are going to be covered within that topic, and then use it and adapt their way of planning to suit your own. Remember, there is no right or wrong way to plan, and it changes from school to school. What you need to do as a reflective practitioner is to actually take on board all these different ways, engage with them, and then start to think about how you would incorporate them into your perfect way of planning. This is why we give you a diversity of schools so you can develop this understanding. So when you are in the big wide world of teaching, you can actually suggest ways to plan and the benefits of them and how to support other members of staff with it. Okay, hope that helps. One more segment to go. And finally, in today's and finally segment, I want to talk to all you to-do list people. Yeah, so listen up. First of all, if you are not making a to-do list each day or week, then why not? This is a very good way to ensure that you are completing everything that you need to do in that day or that week. It is also beneficial to have some way of recording things that you need to do when you're at meetings so they are captured and then acted upon. Teaching is a hectic and time-consuming profession. In my 22 years of teaching in the primary class classroom, I have never, and I mean never, got to the end of my to-do list. I honestly mean that. As quick as you are crossing things off your to-do list, items are being added, which can bring out or on feelings of frustration and make you feel a little bit demotivated. Now, I'm a bit of a productivity geek. And if you ever wondered how I answer emails so quickly or how I keep on top of my workload, then I'm going to share with you some of my tips and tricks. Okay then, first up, it doesn't matter whether or not you use a paper version for your to-do list or an electronic version or you know what program you're using or diary or calendar, it does not matter. You have to find a, work, a way that works for you and a way to achieve the following points as well. Okay, point number two, prioritize your task. 
have a system that allows you to see how important the tasks are. In my workload, how I do it is that if a task will take me less than two minutes to do and it is important, then I will do it there and then. And then there's no need to actually add that to my to-do list. So for example, answering emails, when I come to my inbox in the morning, I literally go through it and think two minutes, reply, two minutes, reply. Can't do that in two minutes, put it on the to-do list. And that happens with all the tasks that I'm given. Number three, do the important tasks first. I know that sounds really obviously obvious, but and hopefully you don't need to be reminded of that, but sometimes we prioritize tasks according to what we would like to do. And that is not the best way to do it. Prioritize your task and then do those tasks first. Question four, have a to-do list, but then in some way identify the task you are going to work on on that day. This is when two lists come in. And what you need to do is always add your tasks to the long, long, ever increasing list of general tasks to be done across the whole placement or across your whole life. And take this and make it a shorter list or transfer them to a to-do list that you are going to do today. This is a very, very important procedure. It actually allows you to feel that you've achieved something with your day because you will have a list that you have completed rather than constantly looking at a list that no matter how hard you work at, you have still got more tasks on that list than you have completed. Okay then. Um, tip number five, think about location and time of the day. Where do you need to do those tasks and when do you best work? For example, I always would have tasks identified whether or not they have to be done in school or whether or not they can be done outside of school. This allows me to make decisions about which um, tasks I'm going to do at the present moment in time. Just out of interest, when we were able to go to coffee shops, I would also have tasks that I can do in Costa at work or in a coffee shop. So I knew that I can say, no, I can do that there. And therefore, when I got to the location, I knew what I was doing. Also, try to think about when you like to work and when your brain is working in its best possible way. I'm naturally, I naturally work better in the morning Okay, after two o'clock, that, that's it. My brain is defunct. So what I tend to do is front load the tasks that require a large amount of concentration and thought to the start of the day. So I'm engaging with them when my brain is, you know, fresh and active. And number six, focus on your today list for the day, not on the long list. You know, have it hidden away, but put a bit of paper over it. Always focus on your to-do list for that day. This will ensure that you get to the end of the day and feel that you have achieved something. Hope that helps you and supports you in managing your to-do list. If you have any questions about this, 
then please do let me know. More than happy to help. And that's it. The end of another podcast episode. If there is anything which you would like me to talk about or even do a regular segment on, then please do let me know. Have a great week in school and I'll catch up with you all next Friday. Until then, enjoy your teaching. See ya. Bye. The content of this podcast is covered by the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. So please give appropriate credit if you are sharing or copying any part of this podcast. Thank you.